Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. A drug driver claimed he had been convicted unfairly as he was not smoking cannabis whilst driving. Dale Smith of Swansea pleaded guilty to driving whilst over the controlled drug limit when he appeared at Haverford West Magistrates on November 3rd. Vaughan Pritchard-Jones prosecuting said that 32-year-old Smith was stopped by police during routine checks on May 21st. Officers could smell cannabis coming from the Fiat Punto when they spoke to him and a roadside drug swipe was possible. Mr Jones said there is no allegation of bad driving. The gentleman may have smoked cannabis sometime before, but it stays in your system for quite some time. Smith, who represented himself, informed the bench he had already been disqualified from driving for six months as a result of a speeding offence. He said, I was not smoking it whilst I was driving. I don't think this is fair at all. I have a drug problem. I smoke it every day. You should be sending me to have help with the drug problem. Magistrates fined Smith £120 pounds and ordered him to pay 85 pound costs and a 34 pound surcharge he was banned from driving for 12 months a total of 47 new coronavirus cases have been confirmed in the hewell dar health board area in the last 24 hours there are four new cases in pembrokeshire with now a total of 639 14 in keradigian which now has a total of 290 and 29 in carmarthenshire bringing the county's total to 2200 and 75. Dr Jiri Shankar said that Public Health Wales will work with the Welsh Government to monitor the effect of the regulations which will come in at the end of the current fire break today. We support the call for the public to take personal responsibility for their actions and to ensure that we are all doing as much as possible to limit the transmission of coronavirus. Urgent action has been taken following reports from health authorities in Denmark that widespread outbreaks of COVID-19 has been found in mink farms with subsequent spread of a mink variant virus to the local community. Denmark was removed from the UK coronavirus travel corridor list on Friday the 6th of November. Any travellers returning to the UK will now be required to self-isolate for 14 days according to the national guidance and legislation. Public Health Wales is also advising all members of the public with pet mink or ferrets to avoid contact with them while symptomatic with any COVID symptoms. We recognise that many people may be finding life more challenging, resulting in difficulties with mental health. There are many agencies which provide help and support, including the Call Helpline on 0800 132 737, which will refer callers to the most appropriate organisation according to their needs. It is it's still important to look after your health and you can continue to attend appointments and seek help for urgent medical issues. Attending a booked NHS flu vaccination appointment and any of Public Health Wales screening clinics is a legitimate reason to travel during the lockdown restrictions. Information about the symptoms of coronavirus is available on the Public Health Wales website or via the NHS 111 Wales Symptom Checker. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on... <laughs> For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
Jennifer Lopez and love don't cost a thing. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport, proudly supported by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We're on the air till nine. Come 
comes round quick every week, doesn't it? Here we go. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone and this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Sport between now and nine. You can get involved using the hashtag Pure West Sport. And we will be live on the Facebook page between 8 and 9 when we do the second half. We've got some good topics coming up for you. Between now and then, well, we'll be joined by Bill Kahn shortly to reflect on a weekend where Haverford West County actually weren't in action. uh, But there was one game in the Cymru Premier League, so we'll look back on that. We'll find out why Bill's keeping busy with his website, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. It's the opening night of action in the indoor Pembrokeshire Cricket League with games going on in Fishguard as we speak, we've got Fraser Watson finding out as well why there's quite a bit going on with Fishguard Sports AFC. Gordon Thomas speaks to a Pembrokeshire footballing legend and we've got some great songs on the way as well between now and nine on Pure West Radio. So thank you very much for joining us. You're very welcome wherever you're listening to us. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Radio. The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio, supported by the Port of Milford Haven. Milford Marina looks so much better when you're dining at the Harbour Master, a friendly and relaxing atmosphere offering homemade food, handcrafted cocktails, and a refreshing wine list. Enjoy a light bite, indulge in a juicy burger, or some freshly cooked fish dishes. Whatever you like, the Harbour Master has it for you. Serving lunch and dinner Monday to Saturday, and yes, of course, a roast on Sundays. Book by ringing 01646 695 493, or send them a message on Facebook. The Harbour Master, Milford Marina. I'm just not feeling it. I need something more glamorous. Have you tried Image by Vanessa? Sorry, who? Image by Vanessa at Milford Waterfront. They have an amazing choice of gorgeous women's wear with professional stylists who can help find the perfect outfit. Oh, wow. What about special occasions? Oh, yes. Image by Vanessa has one of the largest local choices for mother of the bride, cruises and balls. There's no need to go anywhere else. So that's why you always look so fabulous. Thanks. I know where I'm going next. For finer fashion on your doorstep, stroll in store at Milford Waterfront or visit the Facebook page. The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio in association with the Port of Milford Haven. How are you, Bob? Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. What's that? We're one of the finalists for Butcher's Shop of the Year. Oh, congratulations to you and the team, Chris. Wow, what's that smell? That's our homemade freshly cooked pies and pasties that we now serve daily in the shop. Looks and smells great. I'll have a steak and Guinness pie and the usual, please. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387. <laughs> Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go 
or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end -end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Wait a second. Search for Pure West Radio. Hard was looking for laughter in the rain, feeling like a fool in love again. Oh, the laughter came when the tears stopped falling. Now all I do is just call your name. You walked in and my heart discovered. The magic of your spell How much joy we'll have together Only time will tell
Ritchie and My Destiny on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. It's Monday evening. Really good to be on again with Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Right then, plenty to come in this first hour of the show. Normally about this time on a Monday evening, we talk about Haverford West County. Bill Kahn is with me to have a chat as we normally do at this time. Uh, the Bluebirds, though, didn't play over the weekend. In fact, there was only one match, Bill, in the Cymru Premier this time out. No, the only game was of one of great importance, of course, because it was the top of the table clash between New Saints and Ballot Town, which ended all square. I find myself so deprived of live sport, Ben, I have to confess, I watched the whole game live on Scorio. Yeah. Uh, it showed how much Harford West has, has improved when you look at the good quality that was served up there. Well, I agree with you. I was, I was going to make that point, actually, because uh, when you think that Haverford West should have got a point against the New Saints away um, and did take a point off Barla on the Bridge Meadow, give some interesting perspective there because the New Saints don't drop points often, do they? No, they don't. They haven't had the best of runs recently. They've had a, a one defeat and they've had a, a draw besides this one. But it's a battling competition, Ben. I mean, let's face mm. it. We now see Halford West in the position of this weekend travelling to play Kevin Druids and the following at home to Flint Town United. Now, if you look at the Druids, they're bottom of the table. If you remember, they were due to play Halford West County at the Bridge Meadow in the opening game of the season. And there was huge disappointment by the players and the staff. After all the hard work, it was called off virtually on the morning of the game because uh, Kevin Druids hadn't observed somehow the COVID regulations. Okay. It called off. So it was a huge disappointment. Mm. Now you look, they played eight, they lost six of those, only one one and one draw. They've got 15 points minus, as a uh, 13 goals difference, um, a minus as um, their record so far. So on paper, you'd say Hanford West have got to go there and win. And the next week against Flint Town, who've played nine, one, two and lost seven. And their goals against is minus 16. So it's even more of a mm. lead. You'd think Hanford West County have to get six points from those games. Mm. But he doesn't have to put pressure on a manager and the players, didn't it? Because mm. these sides are no mugs. Yeah, but he, I think Wayne Jones and the players will say, well, we've set our own standards, really, with, mm. with the way we have played against those two top sides. And let's just follow that through and make sure we, we take points off Kevin Druids on Saturday. It's a, it's a 2.30 kickoff, all being well. And obviously yeah. the, the world is always an uncertain one at the moment, but we, we hope that game um, goes ahead. And, and that will be the approach. And you, you've been at the training ground, you've watched them training, Bill, and, and you've reported that they're in pretty good shape. Well, as you know, we spoke to um, Wayne on Saturday and he was in good oil. Um, I'd actually take that on Friday night when they were down at the Bridge Meadow training. And it was a, a light-hearted training session replacing a game in a way. That's normally the tactical session. But their spirit was high. You know, they were. You could hear the noise behind with people appealing for mm. someone taking two touches instead of one. There was some laughter there. And the spirit is good, I have to say that. And I think I mentioned there, Scott Tancock, who impresses me as a centre-half, had said to me when I interviewed him for my website, there's no egos. We all know we're in for the long haul. We all know that Mm. we won't be playing every game or be on the bench. Just have to sit it out, but we all are prepared to do it. That's lovely, that is. Mm, mm, that's really, really good. Okay, uh, more to come on Haverford West County ahead of the game on Saturday away to Kevin Druids. Uh, mentioned that there is a, an absence of live sports 
in Pembrokeshire at the moment. Hopefully in the next few weeks, that's going to start to change, which is good news. On your website though, Bill, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk, you've, you've still kept busy and I've, I've enjoyed reading your feature on some of the county's football referees. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we set out, Gordon Thomas and I, at the start of this pandemic to say that we would try and produce an article a day on, we pick, you know, we did with Fraser's help, um, all the football teams in the county, someone being asked to pick their best team from the last 20 years, pick a select 11. Mm-hmm. We did the same with the rugby. We had people picking their own matches. They would like to, uh, we would pick players that they admired from opposing teams. And uh, we're on the, f- and the uh, scorers and, in uh, cricket as well and we've just tried to show the nice side of local sport in a fairly light-hearted way i've also done sporting snippets where we've taken stories from the past gordon and fraser and i have taken a bit of stick about those because you know we went the wrong grounds or gordon for example put in thinking he was grass lawning his back garden and he was putting fertilizer on in on grass seed and we've all been there haven't we? yeah so the laugh was not at and that's been hugely successful i got thousands of those i can use well, we'll look forward to seeing some more of those on, on, on your website. So that's pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. Really worth yeah. a visit at the moment. Thank you for the free advert, but the football yeah. ref, there's some characters in those now. Uh, the last one I put on was uh, Alan Boswell and his brother Roy will be the next one. And there's two characters, those two and their brother Dean, all refereed the Senior Cup final in their turn. And in mm. one final, they all, I think I'm right in saying Roy was the ref and Alan and Dean were the link, the assistants. When's that going to ever happen in Welsh football again? Ever. <laughs> I, love, I love that. That's brilliant. OK, a bit more to come from Bill in just a sec. We've got some good interviews lined up for this first hour of Pure West Sport. And we'll have a look at some of those in just a few moments time. It's Monday evening and this is Pure West Radio.
BBC on Pure West Radio. After eight on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We've got the second half and I'll run you down some of the topics we'll be covering in that hour of the show very, very soon. In the meantime, we always have a, a range of interviews in the first hour of the show that Bill, Gordon and Fraser have put together. And Bill's just with us now to, to run us through some of the people we're hearing from. Because once again, Bill, uh, the guys have, have done some good interviews, in, including yourself. Who's Gordon Thomas going to be speaking with this week? Well, uh, Gordon is, is doing uh, Mackie Bowen Part 2. Mackie played a huge amount of football for Harvard West County and Merlin's Bridge. And Gordon was a teammate of his for a while. So Gordon's enjoyed a real walk down memory lane with Mackie. At first, he was talking about his time playing with characters in Harvard West County, who included people like Ivor Allchurch, you know, top players. And now he's talking about his experiences in uh, Pembrokeshire. So he'll be mentioning a few people there that will bring back the good old days. That's great. So that's to come before eight uh, with Gordon and a bit of a legend there of the of the world of Pembrokeshire football. Uh, Fraser's been out and about too. Yes, he's been up to Fishguard to talk to Owen Duggan. Now, Owen is the, uh, I suppose, secretary of Fishguard Sports. But my word, you can, you can never say it in truth, but it's, it's a, almost a fact. If it hadn't been for Owen, when Fishguard were going through their bad times, 10, 15 years ago, I don't think there'd have been a Fishguard Sports now. Mm. Well, he's been instrumental in a lot of that work. Others have been involved in the move into Trigrois, which is a fantastic new facility. But as well as that, he's been involved in helping to organise their uh, fundraising where they were getting food out to people. And he is a very, very hard worker. But he's also now going to be involved because... Uh, Fishguard used to play cricket down on the moors, but they stopped. There was no team there, mm. which is very sad for a town the size of Fishguard and Goodick. And that's going to be up and running back on Trigrois, uh, where they play their football. They've already had help from uh, Will, who's the groundsman for the county. And he's been there helping out. And they now will have a team next year that has officially been accepted into the Pembrokeshire League in the bottom division, but it's great. I think from what I can gather, some of the old stars from the team, like Nigel Delaney and people like that, are considering um, Sam Hurts, very good cricketers, who are Sam Kurtz, sorry, not Hurts, <laughs> and going back there to help out. So we'll see what team we've mm. got. But they're going to be playing and that's brilliant for the towns. That's great news. Uh, so that's to come with Fraser. And we're just about to hear an interview you um, did actually, Bill, earlier on this evening. Because, yep. of course, today, uh, this evening, is the opening night of action in the Pembrokeshire Indoor Cricket League. Yeah, and just hot-footed back from there because I've got a smashing interview with Peter Davis. Known to all as Swansea Jack because he originally comes from that area. Uh, he does a brilliant job with Nayland Rugby as the first eight-man team manager, same with the cricket. But he took on the indoor when Wendy Bradshaw decided to step down and it hasn't been easy. Mm. Over the years, the numbers have dropped. But this year, 10 teams, Peter is geared up with the help of Martin Jones. Really looking forward to it starting. And when I was talking to him an hour ago, you could see him starting to look at his watch. So it's going to be, a, I think, a great occasion for local cricket to have indoor back mm. and the team. So it's brilliant. So well done, Peter. Oh, undoubtedly. Great to see it, it, it returning this evening, especially when you yeah. think, you know, what, what, what we've all been through over the last few months. It's good to see a, a small bit of normality returning. So let's have a listen to that interview on the opening night of the Pembrokeshire Indoor Cricket League. This is Bill Kahn speaking earlier on today to Peter Davis. 
It's 5.37 on Monday evening and the young gentleman who's alongside me now is starting to look at his watch already because at half past six he's going across to Nayland to the hub there and uh, we'll be watching the start of the new uh, indoor cricket season and he's got more of an interest than even most of the others because it's Peter Davis who organises it. Pete, you're looking forward to this? Yeah, very much, Bill. Um, with the lack of sport at the moment, I think everybody's... Uh looking forward to it, footballers and rugby players who haven't had a chance to do anything on a Saturday um, we've had to try and condense everything into six weeks because the new Nayland facility is uh, is taking bookings ding dong mm. Um, mm. and what we're trying to do is if we start it is try and finish it as quickly as we can in the current conditions Right, you're ready to rumble tonight, tell us a bit of what's going on there tonight um, Three sides playing tonight, um, Nayland AU are the defending champions and Best in Wales Best in Wales, um, and two new sides that are entered, Narbeth, who should be quite strong because there are a couple of young lads yeah, who played good team, good team. in a development side that took part in the Indoor League a couple of years ago, and a very enthusiastic Hundleton side who are looking forward to playing and enjoying it. A bit of a daunting couple of first games as they got Nayland A and Harford West quite early, so they'll get that out of the way and uh, hopefully they can enjoy a competitive season. You must be chuffed about the response. I know some would say, ah, oh, well, that's because you didn't anything else. So what? You're enjoying the cricket. And you've managed to do it so well. That every side, 10 teams, they're all going to play nine matches. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, as you said, um, we we did look at perhaps maybe splitting it in two and having less matches. But um, having asked around a bit, the general consensus was, um, and fair play to Paul Miller at the Nayland Hub, was to get games on and get everybody playing as many games as possible while we had a chance yeah quite and uh, if you look at the teams there you've got three from Nayland they're always traditionally that but it's nice to see uh, other clubs coming in and, and testing the water because you hope that they'll enjoy it so much they'll attract others in as well yeah well we've got um, Halford West got two sides in Halford West A side are always very strong and competitive and, and to be honest they've won it a couple of times in the past mm-hmm. and gone on to represent us in the Welsh finals Johnson first time in Pembroke Docker back in that's nice to and see. And great to see, considering the distance travelled, Land Ryan event to the side. Yeah, good. So fair play to them. And it's not about the winning part of it. I think Ebby's looking just to play some sport this year. And this gives Ebby a chance to do it. Yeah, exactly. When you uh, set out this time, I know you thought you thought you might have three or four. It's made a lot more work, but you have to sing out the praise. I'll sing yours because you wouldn't. But Martin Jones as well, he's done a lot of work with the risk assessment. And you're also going into Nayland Hub, which is a marvellous new facility for it. Yeah, Martin's done a lot of work behind the scenes, not only with this indoor league, but uh, with his job with the county executive as well and getting cricket on and... Mm 
doing a lot of work with grants for clubs and everything and yeah. uh, he's great that he can fall onto Martin and help out that way. The Nayland Hub is absolutely fantastic for all sports. It's going to be the, it's going to be the focal point for cricket and indoor cricket and the place to, for people to train and things for the future. Yeah, I think the regional development sides that that's why we're trying to get as much in as we can early doors because I think after Christmas like the regional development sides are in there. The Welsh disability side are using it and they're using it now within the next week as well. Plus other clubs booking for nets and everything which are starting to fill up slots. So hence we're trying to push in the six weeks. Something else I've been pleased about, Pete, is I spoke to quite a few of the younger umpires who say they're quite happy to come along. In fact, you turned down a 73-year-old from Trefgan's offer to do a bit of umpiring. I forgive you. Yeah, we'll let you off that one, Bill. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we got Chris Stapleton and Steve Williams who've, uh, who were with Hundleton who have officiated us last year and uh, on a Saturday afternoons. Mm. And we're very good umpires, and they've offered to help us out, along with Ian Milson and the old reliable Alan Hansen. Yeah, good. I mean, I've got to be honest, you mentioned uh, Trefgan, uh, and you, we mentioned uh, San Rian. So I, I won't be playing, but I've heard a whisper that Fraser Watson might be venturing into a new cricketing experience, indoor cricket. So when he's there, I want to come along and look mine, just to assess if he's as good or as bad as he says he is. Well, Bill, against you, and listening to the show a couple of weeks ago, that... Um, he has got a winner's medal. Yeah, 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 boring. But um, <laughs> I think he might have wound up Nathan Banner and a few other fast bowlers, so it'd be interesting to see him against them. Good. Well, listen, it's lovely to talk to you. I won't keep you any longer because I know you want to be over there early. Good luck tonight. I am going to come to some of the Saturday games, whether you forbid me or not. Best of luck, Pete, and well done. Thank you, Bill. Pure West Sports, Bill Kahn, talking to Peter Davis ahead of the opening round of Pembrokeshire Indoor Cricket League games getting underway in Fishguard. They're being played as we speak on Pure West Sport this evening, and we'll try and bring you an update on those a little bit later. Still to come in the first hour of the show, we've got Gordon Thomas talking to a legendary Pembrokeshire footballer, Mackie Bowen, and Fraser Watson speaks to the chairman of Fishguard Sports AFC, Owen Duggan. That's all before eight on Pure West Radio. The Helping Hand Initiative on Pure West Radio, in association with the Port of Milford Haven. Netlet UK has the finest self-catering accommodation right here in Pembrokeshire. Whether it's spectacular scenery of expansive countryside or luxurious sea view apartments, Netlet has the holiday for you. Family adventures to romantic cottages for two? At Netlet, high-quality properties are available from the north to the south and everywhere in between. See them online at Netlet UK. Call them on 01646 699 264 or email stay at netletuk.co.uk. Ooh, had a bump. Not a problem. Here at CFL Commercials in Pembroke Dock, we offer a huge range of services to get you back on the road, fast. In fact, it's not just accident repairs. We also offer body repairs, welding, diagnostic fault finding, MOT preparation, contract maintenance and servicing, and so much more. CFL Commercials is a family-run business that'll take care of you. Find us at the Royal Dockyard, Pembroke Dock, or call us on 01646 681 488. CFLcommercials.com the Port of Milford Haven, proud to be supporting local Man, business. Pembrokeshire is so lovely. I just wish that I could go and see it all, you know. If only I could learn to drive. Hello? Charlie James, your time has come. Who are you? 
I'm Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School, and you, Charlie, are coming with me. real-life story of self-discovery, driving and Pembrokeshire. Fast Track Charlie, in association with Fast Track Driving School. Book a lesson at 01437 767 686 or go to fasttrackdrivingschool.co.uk for more information on their offers, including lessons for under 17. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Oh, where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. 15% off day tickets when bought in advance through the website? Check. Great value annual passes to ensure the fun lasts all year? Check. Award-winning <laughs> zoo containing over 750 animals check jolly barn where you can get up close to your farmyard favorites check large indoor vintage fairground check a guaranteed fun family day out check check and check so what are you waiting for check out folly farm today zoo barn fairground play pick your own adventure at folly farm for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
Presley, a little less conversation, sounding brilliant for a Monday evening on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sports on the way after eight with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We have got the second half and we've actually got a special guest joining us on the show after eight. Brian Hawkins from the Pembrokeshire Football League, the on secretary, will be joining us to have a look at the Difficult circumstances in which football will actually return in Pembrokeshire. As of today, with the lockdown restrictions altering, it means football matches can be played. They have to be friendlies at this stage. And actually, over the weekend, Sport Wales announced that the rule of 30 that applies outdoors will actually not include officials or coaches. And that's a real boost to Pembroke's teams because it means they can actually have squads of up to 15 for the, the friendlies that are coming up this Saturday. But we'll talk to Brian, and I, I'm really keen to understand that the challenges that local football teams are facing as they look to, to resume matches as of today and effectively as of next weekend. So he'll be our special guest. You can get involved, of course, as well on social media. We'll be live on the Facebook page after eight and it's hashtag Pure West Sport. In the meantime, our top team, Bill Kahn, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas are always out and about Pembrokeshire, meeting a whole range of different sporting characters. And this week, Fraser Watson's been talking to the chairman of Fishguard Sports AFC, Owain Duggan. Let's have a listen to his interview. Well, it's been the strangest of years for a lot of local teams, but one club who's uh, stayed more active than others, even throughout the coronavirus pandemic, is Fishguard Sports AFC. I'm joined here now by Chairman Owen Duggan, who's put so much into the club over the years. And Owen, you boys were pretty busy even before you could start training again, is that right? Yeah, we did some community work, which was really rewarding because we were missing the football. It started off, we we did a bit of a fundraiser for the NHS and... Uh, it sort of spiralled from week to week. We did quite a few things. Started off, we did 80-odd meals for staff in Fishcombe and Goodick area, in the care homes and in the local pharmacy and the health centre. And then we decided to uh, do some other things. We had a fish and chip night where we nominated 40 people to have meals who were, might have had a difficult year, lost a loved one, lost their job. So we did that. And then moving on from that then, we delivered 200 food boxes to people in the community who were shielding or, again, good reason, pensionable age, ex-players um, or current uh, ex-players and current members of the club. So I know that that was all off-field stuff, of, of course, but does that sort of thing help keep, keep boys together, keep teammates together? Because there is a danger when you're inactive for so long on the field that boys can drift off. We've seen that locally a lot. But when you're all involved in schemes like that and you're all pulling together, does it help a team spirit remain there? Yeah, I think every every sort of Saturday, the, the, the photos and the social media, just it just sort of remembers uh, the, what we're doing. And uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was nice to keep people interested. And then 
it brought us nicely into going back to doing a bit of training when we could with the new measures in place. So. And of course, um, we, we said that's all off field. We are back on the field this Saturday, um, all being well. And you guys got a couple of fixtures lined up as well, haven't you? Tell us about them. Yeah, so um, we we penciled in some friendlies pre the uh, fire break, which we'd had a bit of a guidance would happen. So we had a fair idea we'd have to push them back. So we start back on the 14th of November uh, with the first team. We'll be playing at Tregrois against Merlin's Bridge, um, which will be a hard match. Um, and due to the high number of second team uh, squad members we've got, I think we're sending a squad up to Newport and a squad down to Salva. So we'll have to look for a bit of extra kit for that day, I think. <laughs> um, moving on to the 21st, I know that the second team are in the realms of organising a match. I think they're playing uh, good at seconds at some stage. Might be on the 21st. And the first team, we're uh, playing Clabston Road at home, followed by the 28th, we go down to Marble Hall to uh, to play our Milford uh, Friends. So three really tough games for the first team and of course the second team with uh, a lot of youngsters coming through the junior ranks. Really looking forward to seeing them uh, this season and uh, yeah, it'll be nice to nice to see a fresh start from them. Oh, it's just great to have it back, but it's not all just been about football here at Tregoyce this summer as well, haven't you? And I know the club have worked very hard and the, we finally got cricket back in Fishguard this week. It was confirmed they will officially enter the Pembroke County Cricket Club Leagues next year. That's great for the area, wasn't it? Because it's very sad a town like Fishguard should have cricket representation. And it was very sad when they folded a couple of years ago. So you must be delighted to see that back. Yeah, I mean, I played down for Fishguard and Goodick for for quite a few years. I was captain of the juniors down there when I was 15. And I played there until, uh, until the sort of end days. And... Uh, We'd be delighted to, you know, host the cricket, have sport here all year round, really, and uh, I'm really looking forward to coming up to see the guys uh, playing here. And um, Pads won't be back on yourself. Well, I don't know. I doubt. I doubt it. I, I'm sure they they won't need me. But no, it's it's obviously it's, it hasn't been anything really to do with any of the work I've done. I mean, Matthew Lamb has uh, been nominated as chairman of the cricket club, and he's put together a very very strong committee which was what my hope was uh, in all of this. And I was up here a couple of weeks ago and it was so nice to have a chat with some of my old teammates. And he's really got a strong core of people on board with really good strength. So that's going to be a huge day to see Fishgad and Goodick back playing in the community and, and uh, not travelling to play our home games in Halford West. Well, no, and it's great to have you back involved, I'll be honest. So we, we do wish you all the best with with the football and, and the cricket as well. And we look forward to seeing you uh, step in as 11th man at the last minute on the opening <laughs> day of the season. I'm sure it'll happen. You know how it works. Yeah. Thank you, Owen. Yeah. Excellent stuff and some good news there coming out of Fishguard Sports AFC and Fishguard and Goodick in general as well. That was Owen Duggan talking to Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson. We're live on the Facebook page after 8 you can join in as well, hashtag Pure West Sport. I'll run you down some of the different topics we're going to be covering between 8 and 9 with Bill, Gordon and Fraser. And before that, we'll be hearing Gordon Thomas speaking to a legendary Pembrokeshire footballer, Mackie Bowen. That interview's coming up next on Pure West Radio.
It's the new Radicals. You get what you give. I love that song. It's Monday evening. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. After eight, it's the second half. A whole load of topics coming up, and I'll run you down those in just a sec. But first of all, let's hear now from Pure West Sport's Gordon Thomas talking to a Pembrokeshire footballing legend. Pure West sports fans will be delighted to hear from Mackie Bowen again. Uh, I spoke to him about his Welsh League days uh, earlier uh, and it was interesting. I've caught up with Mackie again today to tell us a bit about his Pembrokeshire League days. He had a successful period with Merlin's Bridge in the uh, 70s. They won three league titles on the bounce and two senior, senior cup as well in that period. Mackie, who, who were the type of players you were playing alongside uh, at the bridge in those days, mate? Well, in, in, uh, in those days, we had uh, a goalkeeper in Mark Ashman, who was a brilliant goalkeeper, a local goalkeeper. Uh, we also were in the back four, we had Robert Taylor, Derek Roberts, Billy West, Denzel John. Of course, Denzel John now and Robert Taylor and Derek Roberts are not with us today. Also not with us today, Brian Cutler. Great players, a joy to play with. Denzel John, Tally as my mate he was, hard as nails. I think it's half time, we used to have a drink of water, I think Tally had a lager. <laughs> I know you work with Tally as a dry man as well, so uh, you, you were accustomed to having a few pints together, Mackie. Uh, yes, he, uh, he didn't drink a lot. He'd have, you know, several pints. I'd leave it at several pints. <laughs> <laughs> and of course we had Decker, Derek Thomas, who was another player in them days who, uh, good boy, well, you know, plenty of skill in him, like, you know, not as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of course, Mario Raviotti, another great player, Brian Cutler, another, uh, you know, played, uh, we were lucky at the team we had. Well, that team there now should have been uh, Premier League 11. They were that good. Eric James, Timmy Green, we should have been there on block. But uh, a lot of them players did go on to play in the Premier League. Great days, they were great days. You yeah. know, we won, we won a lot of, uh, we won a lot. We lost a few, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, certainly there was some great players there. Yeah. The names you've uh, said there, a lot of them did play Welsh League football as well, Mackie. Did you play uh, on the race course then? Yes, we played on the race course. Yeah, I, w- I, I thought you would have played on uh, behind the cream factory in Merlin's Bridge. That was, Did you have a period from, there? Yeah, we went from the uh, race course to the, uh, the the bridge pitch now, behind the cream factory in Murren's Bridge. Yeah. That was yeah. our pitch after the, uh, up on the uh, race course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's where we were successful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bit of a slope. Yeah. Well, after that successful period, Mackie, I know that you had a, a, a spell with Camrose and Scottfit. But then uh, in the mid-80s, I would say it was, you came back to Merlin's Bridge and uh, you had another successful time there. You uh, actually was part of a team that won uh, the Division 2 title, Mac. That's right. And also, you can tell me a tale about the Senior Cup then. It was a bit of a, a unique occasion, uh, playing Goodick United on the Meadow. What happened, Mackie? Well, I, uh, in them days, I, because of my age... And I was getting on a bit then. I ended up playing sweeper behind Tally and um, Tony Jones. 
Uh, what sticks out in that game is Tony Jones. We were playing. Well, I, I, if I re- recollect, we drew the first game, Mackie, because I actually was playing as well, mate. That's right. Yes. And the second game we were losing one nil, and I remember Tony Jones hoofing the ball upfield. Would well, you describe it as that? Well, Tony's Tony's version was he volleyed it. Okay. And of course, he meant what he was doing. And I turned to Tony and. In my own words, I said to Tony, what are, you, what are you doing? Don't waste the ball, you know? I think the language was a little bit more stronger, Mackie. Yeah, well, I won't go into what I actually <laughs> said. Anyway, by the time I turned my head to look upfield, Tony was shouting to me, saying, Mackie, but I've scored. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And neither could uh, Tally and myself. And uh, it was Billy West was looking at We all looked at each other. And, so, of course, Tony... In his own words, well, he meant it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, you drew that game, Mackie, but then you game, happened yeah. to go on and then win the next game to secure the senior cup at Marblehall. Did you win three two? Was it three two? Yes, we won three yeah. two in the end. Yeah, that's right. So it all ended in a a good way, mate. Yes, it did. It did. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Mackie, for that. You've been superb, mate. Perhaps I will catch up with you again and regale a few more stories because I could talk to you all day long. Thank you uh, very much for speaking to me again, Mackie. All uh, the best. Uh, thank you, Gordon. Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas talking to Mackie Bowen, a Pembrokeshire footballing legend. Well, next, it's the second half. We're going to be live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Brian Hawkins will be our guest from the Pembrokeshire Football League, joining myself, 